Welcome on this wonderful Ash Wednesday. Just a quick note as many of us are at this point totally trying to figure out which end is up when it comes to masking, not masking, and things like that, and information is coming in fast and furious. Um, at this point, while church is in process, while we're in our pews, we continue to tell everyone that masking is totally optional. It's your option. Um, and it's no longer mandated. There are touch points that we do recommend masking, and that is especially while singing. If you have a mask and are singing, we do ask that you wear it then. Um, and beyond that, when we come up to communion, uh, we are no longer requiring that people wear masks coming up, but the, um, those who are administering the chalice and the bread will be masked at that time for everyone's protection. And we notice that, of course, we have a wide range of comfort levels. So to keep everyone comfortable, um, the clergy will continue to do what we can to make everyone as comfortable coming for communion. Also tonight, for the first time, we will be offering the Eucharist in both kinds, bread and wine. If you wish to receive the wine at this point, we are only offering it through intinction or dipping as opposed to by um, receiving it by sipping from the cup directly. I think those are all the announcements I need to give everyone information at this time. And oh yes, we will continue to receive the Eucharist in a station that I will continue until Easter Sunday. I kind of think Easter Sunday or Easter Eve is the most wonderful time to come back to the rail, kind of use that as part of our celebration of new life and resurrection. So at this time I invite us into a little bit uh, for a moment of silence and quiet while we prepare for worship. The Lord be with you. Let us pray. Almighty and everlasting God, you hate nothing you have made, and forgive the sins of all who are penitent. Create in making us new and contrite hearts, that we, worthily lamenting our sins and acknowledging our wretchedness, may obtain of you the God of all mercy, perfect remission and forgiveness. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit, one God forever and ever. Amen. Please be seated for the readings. A reading from the book of the prophet Joel. Blow the trumpet in Zion. Sound the alarm on my holy mountain. Let all the inhabitants of the land tremble. For the day of the Lord is coming. It is near. A day of darkness and gloom. A day of clouds and thick darkness. Like blackness spread upon the mountains, a great and powerful army comes. Their like has never been from of old, nor will be again after them in ages to come. Yet even now, says the Lord, return to me with all your heart, with fasting, with weeping, and with mourning. Rend your hearts and not your clothing. Return to the Lord your God, 
for he is gracious and merciful, slow to anger and abounding in steadfast love and relents from punishing. Who knows whether he will not turn and relent and leave a blessing behind him, a grain offering and a drink offering for the Lord your God. Blow the trumpet in Zion, sanctify a fast, call a solemn assembly, gather the people, sanctify the congregation, assemble the aged, gather the children, even infants at the breast. Let the bridegroom leave his room and the bride her canopy. Between the vestibule and the altar, let the priests, the ministers of the Lord weep. Let them say, spare your people, O Lord, and do not make your heritage a mockery, a byword among the nations. Why should it be said among the peoples, where is their God? The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Let us join together in saying Psalm 103. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that is within me, bless his holy name. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget not all his benefits. He forgives all your sins and heals all your infirmities. He redeems your life from the grave and crowns you with mercy and loving kindness. He satisfies you with good things, and your youth is renewed like an eagle's. The Lord executes righteousness and judgment for all who are oppressed. He made his ways known to Moses and his works to the children of Israel. The Lord is full of compassion and mercy, slow to anger and of great kindness. He will not always accuse us, nor will he keep his anger forever. He has not dealt with us according to our sins, nor rewarded us according to our wickedness. For as the heavens are high above the earth, so is his mercy great upon those who fear him. As far as the east is from the west, so far has he removed our sins from us. As a father cares for his children, so does the Lord care for those who fear him. For he himself knows whereof we are made. He remembers that we are but dust. Our days are like the grass. We flourish like a flower of the field. When the wind goes over it, and its place shall know it no more. And his righteousness on children's children, on those who keep his covenant and remember his commandments and do them. The Lord has set his throne in heaven, and his kingship has dominion over all. Bless the Lord, you angels of his, you mighty ones who do his bidding, and hearken to the voice of his word. Bless the Lord, all you his hosts, you ministers of his who do his will. Bless the Lord, all you works of his, in all places of his dominion. Bless the Lord, O my soul. 
A reading from Paul's second letter to the church in Corinth. We entreat you on behalf of Christ, be reconciled to God. For our sake he made him to be sin who knew no sin, so that in him we might become the righteousness of God. As we work together with him, we urge you also not to accept the grace of God in vain. For he says, at an acceptable time, I have listened to you. And on a day of salvation, I have helped you. See, now is the acceptable time. See, now is the day of salvation. We are putting no obstacle in anyone's way so that no fault may be found with our ministry. But as servants of God, we have commended ourselves in every way through great endurance in afflictions, hardships, calamities, beatings, imprisonments, riots, labors, sleepless nights, hunger, by purity, knowledge, patience, kindness, holiness of spirit, genuine love, truthful speech, and the power of God, with the weapons of righteousness for the right hand and for the left, in honor and dishonor, in ill repute and good repute. We are treated as impostors and yet are true, as unknown and yet are well known, and as dying and see we are alive, as punished and yet not killed, as sorrowful yet always rejoicing, as poor yet making many rich, as having nothing and yet possessing everything. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Our gospel hymn is 601. We'll sing the first three verses prior to the reading of the gospel, the fourth and fifth after. Please stand and join in singing hymn 601. Holy Gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ according to Matthew. Glory to you, Lord Christ. 
Jesus said, Beware of practicing your piety before others in order to be seen by them, for then you have no reward from your Father in heaven. So whenever you give alms, do not sound a trumpet before you, as the hypocrites do in the synagogues and in the streets, that they may be praised by others. Truly I tell you, they have received their reward. But when you give alms, do not let your left hand know what your right hand is doing, so that your alms may be done in secret. And your Father, who sees in secret, will reward you. And whenever you pray, do not be like the hypocrites, for they love to stand and pray in the synagogues and at the street corners, that they may be seen by others. Truly I tell you, they have received their reward. But whenever you pray, go into your room and shut the door, and pray to your Father who is in secret. And your Father who sees in secret will reward you. And whenever you fast, do not look dismal like the hypocrites, for they disfigure their faces so as to show others that they are fasting. Truly I tell you, they have received their reward. But when you fast, put oil on your head and wash your face, so that your fasting may be seen not by others, but by your Father who is in secret. And your Father who sees in secret will reward you. Do not store up for yourselves treasures on earth, where moth and rust consume, and where thieves break in and steal. But store up for yourselves treasures in heaven, where neither moth nor rust consumes, and where thieves do not break in and steal. For where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Christ. The older I get, the more I look forward to the first day of Lent as an old friend coming round again for a helpful visit. For decades, I have abstained from alcohol and other things for the season. This serves like a pebble in the shoe to remind me of my intended pilgrimage to Easter. 
I have been somewhat successful in these resolves, but sometimes an event intervenes to change things or interrupt. Many years ago when I was a young curate in Boston, actually in Dorchester at All Saints Ashmont, I took the reserved sacrament, that is the consecrated host, uh, in a little watch-sized container, which we call a PYX, spelled P-Y-X. Took the sacrament to an elderly Swiss lady in nearby Milton. She had fallen and broken her leg. Her companion, a delightful high church Bostonian lady who greeted me at the door with a lighted candle out of respect for the Holy Sacrament, led me to the room where her Swiss companion was in a chair, her broken leg elevated on a hassock. It was a few days after Ash Wednesday I dutifully performed the brief rite of communion. When we were finished, after about 30 seconds of silence, the candle bearer said with a smile, well, Father, here is our Lent, gesturing towards the leg on the, on the hassock. And at that, we all smiled, and then we had a glass of wine. So yes, sometimes events intervene to change things. Nevertheless, I have learned giving up such things as what we in our family call wine o'clock in the evening is a lesson that bears repeating, a little discipline that you can take up and repeat. You discover that you have newfound time, more time, for all sorts of good things. I don't think I'd recommend we spend more time gazing into our iPhones, but the gift of time is very considerable and can be used well and creatively. Prayer, fasting, and almsgiving are the three traditional disciplines of Lent. We will hear this shortly as the rector gives the traditional prayer book exhortation to Lent. Prayer, for example, might mean simply practicing the presence of God. The awareness of thinking, speaking, and acting in the presence, be a little more specific, in the presence of Jesus. I say Jesus because Jesus is God incarnate, and the thought of being in his presence would be a game changer for most of us. And Jesus is present. The question is, who's absent? As for fasting, the prophets suggest that the best things from which to fast and abstain are sins. Think of fasting and abstaining for 40 days, 40 days from gossip, 
backbiting and complaining, from dissembling, talking out of both sides of our mouth, from scheming, manipulating, and using people. Think of fasting in the words of the great prophet Isaiah, fasting from, as he puts it, the pointing of the finger and the clenching of the fist. Let's starve those sins from our souls. And then from fasting, naturally springs almsgiving. Almsgiving means more than dropping money into a beggar's basket or contributing to a good cause, although it does mean that. It means that, but it could also mean volunteering for the community market, say, and making friendly contact with someone there. Or how about undertaking just a cross-the-board program of random acts of kindness on all fronts? A well-timed, kind remark, a word of encouragement, a sincere gift of yourself, your time, or your effort to someone in need, a smile, and a word in a word, just a work of love, attention paid to someone simply because you and that someone share human flesh and blood. I was once told by a, a regular beggar on the streets of New York who I got to know told me that um, actually it meant much more to him to have someone actually look him in the eye, acknowledge, say hello, acknowledge that he was a human being, that that was as much of a contribution as anything put in his basket. Such a Lent could become a permanent habit. Now we like to go to church and come home with something symbolizing what has been going on. And of course, every week, including tonight, uh, we receive the body of Christ into our souls and bodies. That's the gift of all gifts. But on Ash Wednesday, we also get the gift of dirt on our foreheads. Having heard the words, remember that you are dust, and to dust you shall return. These words were said by God to our first parents after they preferred their own way to obeying the Lord. You know the story. They exchanged eternal life and fellowship with God for a self-willed, willful exile east of Eden. Have it your way. And that exile is still going on. God, however, mercifully put an end to this alienation for each one of us by giving us the gift, the gift of physical death. It puts an end to the alienation. Imagine alienation going on forever and ever in a world without end. I think we have another word for that, hell. So death, ashes to ashes and dust to dust is the deadline which is the first step back towards God, towards life. Jesus Christ, as we heard in that glorious epistle from St. Paul, 
Jesus Christ knew no sin, and yet he stood in our place, embodying God's love for sinners, made sin for us, dying a sinner's death in order to bring us to life. It's a breathtaking substitution. Ash Wednesday points directly to Jesus' cross, his empty tomb, and his resurrection, a resurrection that is to be ours as well. We have the gift of 40 days till that day, that Easter, the gift of Lenten time to reflect on the profound meaning of this good news. You know, this good we, gospel means good news. It's the best news there is anywhere, and it's good news for everybody. We are dust, yes, but Jesus lives, and he will clothe us with his resurrection immortality. Now, what I have said so far, I composed last week, and I believe today requires an additional thought, a coda. The invasion of Ukraine by Russia gives Ash Wednesday an urgent perspective, underlining everything about this first day of Lent that we've heard already and that I've said already. First of all, and above all, and at the end of all, prayer. Prayer, hard prayer for peace, for leaders, and especially for the suffering people. Second, the consequences of this tragic war surely mean that we must keep our repentances fresh, our prayers constant, and our words and acts of charity up to the minute, up to the minute. Time is short, eternity is long, seize the day. We remember that we are but dust, but Jesus Christ is risen, and he is the Lord of the living and of the dead, and he is the same yesterday, today, and forever. In the name of God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Ghost, amen. Dear people of God, the first Christians observed with great devotion the days of our Lord's passion and resurrection, and it became the custom of the church to prepare for them by a season of penitence and fasting. This season of Lent provided a time in which converts to the faith were prepared for holy baptism. It was also a time when those who because of notorious sins, had been separated from the body of the faithful, were reconciled by penitence and forgiveness, and restored to the fellowship of the church. Thereby the whole congregation was put in mind of the message of pardon and absolution set forth in the gospel of our Savior, and of the need which all Christians continually have to renew their repentance and faith. I invite you, therefore, in the name of the Church, to the observance of a holy Lent, 
by self-examination and repentance, by prayer, fasting, and self-denial, and by reading and meditating on God's holy word. And to make a right beginning of repentance, and as a mark of our mortal nature, let us now kneel before the Lord, our Maker and Redeemer. Almighty God, you have created us out of the dust of the earth. Grant that these ashes may be to us a sign of our mortality and repentance, that we may remember that it is only by your gracious gift that we are given everlasting life through Jesus Christ, our Savior. Amen.
please kneel. Please join me. Most holy and merciful Father, we confess to you and to one another and to the whole communion of saints in heaven and on earth that we have sinned by our own fault in thought, word, and deed, by what we have done and by what we have left undone. We have not loved you with our whole heart and mind and strength, we have not loved our neighbors as ourselves. We have not forgiven others as we have been forgiven. Have mercy on us, Lord. We have been deaf to your call to serve as Christ served us. We have not been true to the mind of Christ. We have grieved your Holy Spirit. Have mercy on us, Lord. We confess to you, Lord, all our past unfaithfulness, the pride, hypocrisy, and impatience of our lives. Our self-indulgent appetites and ways, and our exploitation of other people. Our anger at our own frustration, and our envy of those more fortunate than ourselves. Our intemperate love of worldly goods and comforts, and our dishonesty in daily life and work. Our negligence in prayer and worship, and our failure to commend the faith that is in us. Accept our repentance, Lord, for the wrongs we have done, for our blindness to human need and suffering, and our indifference to injustice and cruelty. For all false judgments, for uncharitable thoughts towards our neighbors, and for our prejudice and contempt towards those who differ from us. For our waste and pollution of your creation and our lack of concern for those who come after us. Restore us, good Lord, and let your anger depart from us. Accomplish in us the work of your salvation. By the cross and passion of your Son, our Lord, bring us with all your saints to the joy of your resurrection. Almighty God, the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who desires not the death of sinners, but rather that they may turn from their wickedness and live, has given power and commandment to his ministers to declare and pronounce to his people, being penitent, the absolution and remission of their sins. He pardons and absolves all those who truly repent and with sincere hearts believe his holy gospel. 
Therefore we beseech him to grant us true repentance and his Holy Spirit, that those things may please him which we do on this day, and that the rest of our life hereafter may be pure and holy, so that at the last we may come to his eternal joy, through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. And please stand. The peace of the Lord be always with you. Let us greet one another with a sign of Christ's love for us. Please be seated. Just a couple of reminders. First, two weeks from Tuesday, that would be March 15th, uh, Mother Eileen Lindemann, the uh, vicar at the Church of the Holy Spirit in Charlestown, will be here for four consecutive weeks running a workshop on prayer. Through those four weeks, she'll run a, um, she will focus our attention on different forms of contemplative prayer or meditative prayers from within the Christian tradition. It should be a wonderful series of talks and workshop experience. If you are interested in being part of this course, signups are available on Eventbrite, and that's available through the eNet on Friday, or you can simply call the office and we will register you um, by phone. Also, a month from today, April 2nd, Sister Sarah Randall of the Society of St. Margaret will be here for a full day's, full day's retreat. Her focus of meditation will be on those of the sorrows of Mary at the cross. And again, that is also available for registration at this time. You can either do it through the eNet, connect to our Eventbrite site, or again, you can call the office and we will be glad to register you that way as well. Offer to God a sacrifice of thanksgiving and make good your vows to the Most High. Our offertory hymn is 142.
Gracious Father, in your infinite love you made us for yourself. And when we had fallen into sin and become subject to evil and death, you in your mercy sent Jesus Christ, your only and eternal Son, to share our human nature, to live and die as one of us, to reconcile us to you, the God and Father of all, he stretched out his arms upon the cross and offered himself in obedience to your will, a perfect sacrifice for the whole world. On the night he was handed over to suffering and death, our Lord Jesus Christ took bread. And when he'd given thanks to you, he broke it and gave it to his disciples and said, Take, eat, this is my body which is given for you. Do this for the remembrance of me. After supper, he took the cup of wine, and when he had given thanks, he gave it to them and said, Drink this, all of you. This is my blood of the new covenant, which is shed for you and for many for the forgiveness of sins. Whenever you drink it, do this for the remembrance of me. Therefore we proclaim the mystery of faith. Christ has died. Christ is risen. Christ will come again. We celebrate the memorial of our redemption, O Father, in this sacrifice of praise and thanksgiving. Recalling his death, resurrection, and ascension, we offer you these gifts. Sanctify them by your Holy Spirit to be for your people the body and blood of your Son, the holy food and drink of new and unending life in him. Sanctify us also, that we may faithfully receive this holy sacrament and serve you in unity, constancy, and peace. 
the last day bring us with all your saints into the joy of your eternal kingdom. All this we ask through your Son, Jesus Christ, by him and with him and in him, in the unity of the Holy Spirit. All honor and glory is yours, Almighty Father, now and forever. Amen. Now, as our Savior Christ has taught us, we are bold to say, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. Christ, our Passover, is sacrificed for us. gifts of God for the people of God. Take them in remembrance that Christ died for you, and feed on him in your hearts by faith with thanksgiving. the bread of heaven. The body of Christ, 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 the bread of heaven. the bread of heaven. The body of Christ, 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 the bread of heaven.
body of Christ, the bread of heaven, the 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 body of Christ, the bread of heaven. Let us pray. Eternal God, Heavenly Father, you have graciously accepted us as living members of your Son, our Savior, Jesus Christ, and you have fed us with spiritual food in the sacrament of his body and blood. Send us into the world in peace and grant us strength and courage with gladness and singleness of heart through Christ our Lord. Amen. Bow down before the Lord. Grant, most merciful Lord, to your faithful people pardon and peace, that they may be cleansed from all their sins and serve you with a quiet mind. Through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Let us join in singing hymn 149. 